All right, welcome back in on a uh, Thursday morning. Glad to have you in. Last night, downtown, Creighton took care of business against Seton Hall. Nebraska's in action tonight in Columbus. Uh, Omaha men wrap up their regular season in St. Paul against uh, sometime down the road, Big East member St. Thomas. Uh, so another busy night of hoops. Day two of the girls' state uh, basketball uh, tournament. Uh, but before I, I, I talk about LeBron James, if you didn't see him last night, did I see correctly, Nick, in the zone. That the Nebraska baseball team flew to their four-game series in Charleston, South Carolina this weekend in uniform yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. I guess um, it's comfortable. <laughs> hey, you know what? You you, you show up looking, looking the parts, you play the part, Gary. Will you be dressed uh, ready for your game and on the plane in a little bit? Uh, I kind of <laughs> will be. I mean, but, like, you, so you remember um, – God, was this the World Series year? I think it was. Remember the Cubs had to play like a makeup game in D.C.? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they were in uniform. And Rizzo flew in full uniform? Yeah. That's the way to do it, man. It shows you taking it serious. I I, I thought it was a a moment where the the Nebraska baseball team was going to make a statement. I guess they landed in the beautiful city, which is is on my list of top ten cities. If you've never been to Charleston, South Carolina, you love food, you love sights, you love history, you got to go to Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, you know, they were just trying to make a statement that they're all business after their win of three or four over uh, Grand Canyon last weekend. Yeah. No, they landed. They landed and went straight to uh, CFC, which is down by the water. They yeah. got a really nice ballpark uh, to uh, work out. And I thought, man, that's a. That is a ballsy statement. Good on them, but I don't know about traveling in uniform. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, this is this would have been my theory because yeah, as they they get on the plane with the, the unis on, they get off the plane, they go right to work. It, it's yeah, it can be seen as sort of a statement. But <laughs> why can't you know? So like when we would travel, we would even sometimes like if we had like the baseball pants on, we just put like maybe some some like wind pants or something over them so you couldn't actually see the pants. So then it wouldn't be so difficult that when you get to said destination, you can pull those pants off or let the guys wear some shorts and then you can just put on the baseball pants once you arrive to the ballpark. I, I don't know. I, you know what? They, hey, they're, they're, they're trying something. Hey, it's, it's, this it's, it's a, a trend. This well, if, be a if trend. this works, if they, if they win four against hey. College of Charleston, you got to keep it going. No, let's do this for all sports. <laughs> With basketball, too? <laughs> hey, when, hey football? Nebraska, want, Nebraska football wants to make a statement next fall. When they go to Columbus, everybody in uniform, pads, helmet, everything. They should. They get on the charter to fly to Columbus. They should do that. They should come off of the plane at least. So uncomfortable. At least in shells and helmets. I think that would be so bad. Oh, full pads. Yeah, you, you, um, you would you would probably cut down the uh, the passenger space if you got the full pads on, but at least go shoulder, at least maybe shorts and helmets. Poor Nash would be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Hey, I think uh, so. So back in the day, uh, Norm Stewart and Mizzou used to fly like day of game, and they would cut it close. They would there, there were a couple of times they flew to Lincoln, and they would land like at five thirty uh, out at Duncan Aviation, and then they would get an escort to the Devaney Center. Uh, you know, for like a seven o'clock tip off. Now they might have landed like at four o'clock or something. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if when Mizzou was doing that, because Norm did it for like a couple of years in a row and people took it as a slight. Oh, you think you're just going to fly into Lincoln yeah. and have Mizzou beat Nebraska? Not spend I think night. The, I think the Mizzou players were dressed like in their warmups. Like Wait. maybe they didn't have their uniform underneath, but they were wearing their warmups. But you're comfortable that's though. How they, that's how they would fly to, you know, these these places where they could do 
you know, like an hour and a half flight. They, yeah. They'd land and, you know, a show and go. You see that a lot. Like I know this in, in with spring training going on. A lot of teams do that with show and go mm-hmm. where there's no BP and they'll just get off the bus. They'll go into the clubhouse, yep. put their stuff down. They're already partially dressed and then they'll go out and play a game. Yep. Yep. And then get the hell out of there and uh, get ready for the next one. To, you know, either later that afternoon or the next day. Uh, but I mean, think about it. Little basketball warmups, those are comfortable. Like if, if I'm in a plane, I just, I want to be wearing something that I'm comfortable in baseball attire it's it's a little more snug than than i would prefer on a plane but as far as like basketball warm-ups oh yeah those things are comfortable like you can get a solid nap if that's what you're seeking on the plane like hell yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with doing the warm-ups but the football i'm, I'm more intrigued about the football having it, it shoulder pads well, be tough but but at least throwing the helmets on maybe the pants that'd be great well, just a normal citizen. We have lost all faculties of what is acceptable to wear on a plane these days. Well, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, you, people, people aren't really interested. It used to be like it was pretty special to fly on a plane. And so you might even like dress up, not, you know, suit and tie unless you're, you know, going on a business trip. But you would dress accordingly because you were flying. Now, there are some people I see and either sit next to that – they just roll out of bed and the pajamas come on. And it's time to go on the plane. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hello. Just keep your shoes on, please. Yeah, there's please a happy medium. Shoes on. Do not jump on the trend of why people take their shoes mm-hmm. off on a plane. Right. I don't there, need any uh, there's, there's, Del Griffins on that. I, I think there, there is a, a very solid balance of being comfortable, but also being presentable. You know, there, there's sometimes there's looks where you're thrown on, like you said, like the pajamas or something that you'd be wearing on like a Sunday when you know you're not going to leave the house. It, it, it kind of gives off a vibe like you're you've given up. You're you're taking the L for the rest of, of your life. Like, you know, I don't think you want to give off that vibe because you got strangers around. Maybe you just don't give a rip. That's fine. And, and if that's how you are, good for you. But, yeah. I, I, but uh, you can be comfortable, but you don't have to look like that. Uh, Jimmy, did you ever think you would? uh be rooting for a football program that the football coach would be paid seven million dollars a day a year. Wow. Yeah, what Lance like Leipold a, got yesterday. Which school is it? And then you tell me Kansas. Like, get out of here. That's only happens on the video football. game. And wisely investing in football. I know. I, it was a good day yesterday. It was. I needed to fire up a heater just to contain myself. It's such a great, great day. I'm pumped. And then I purchased season tickets. Oh, you did? Well, I was going to anyway. Oh, okay. It was on orders from the wife. That we're now, getting can, tickets, aren't we? Can you get the tickets just strictly at the soccer stadium and then like have ticket packages to Arrowhead? Or um, you can later on. They're going to do a four game pack for the Arrowhead games okay. for those that can't get in. And from what I've heard, they are not uh, they're not selling new season tickets as of yet, only because of the soccer stadium. But you can still get involved when they go to Arrowhead, and then oh. that would give you priority for next year. They got a fun that salary. How many uh, how many season ticket holders do they have? Because um, the Sporting KC Stadium yeah, for football is going to seat what eighteen thousand. They that's about close to where they are with season tickets. They had gotten as high as thirty, which I know up in these parts that you you laugh at that and understandable. But they'd gotten up to thirty thousand about the late two thousands, and then obviously it went downhill in the following decade. But yeah, they're in the process of getting that back up, and that's of course the main thing when it comes to ticket sales is getting the season ticket base up. So uh, this helps though when you send a message that you're paying your coach seven million dollars. That's still that's mind-boggling, yeah. but uh, great to see, and it shows the great leadership by Travis Goff and his people. Uh, great night last night in basketball. So Creighton beat Seton Hall. We talked about Minnesota and the Illinois game in Champaign that was absolutely bonkers. Um, 
Northwestern won a a man. I'm I'm having more faith in Northwestern doing something in March, uh, not being a one and done team. Yeah, uh, they without without a key piece, mm-hmm. they beat Maryland. I mean, Northwestern's just a good basketball well, team. Two key pieces with that. Barry yeah. now Langborg didn't play last night yeah. too. You have uh, Dalton Neck who uh, outscored Auburn on yeah. his own. Yeah. Uh, you also had if you if you catch uh, Drake with Tucker DeVries, the former Omaha, mm-hmm. of course, his dad D Rock. Uh, they went in triple overtime against Illinois Chicago. The story of the night, though, in basketball might be what happened in Los Angeles between the Clippers and the Lakers, where the Lakers, with a 39-year-old man who has a lot of tread on the tires and is very polarizing, uh, decided that the fourth quarter was his, and LeBron outscored the Clippers 19-16 in the fourth quarter, and the Lakers won that game. Yeah. Now, it might be meaningless to a lot of people about, oh, oh great, you're talking about a February 28th NBA game. But as I watch LeBron, and you know, and everybody has the debate if he's the goat or not. Okay, you can do that on the side. Uh, you have to applaud him, which I will. Thirty-nine years old, and he's still playing at that level. And now he is—he is firmly in the category. This isn't just last night. He's firmly in the category of think about athletes, guys, that have done it over a long period of time. Tom Brady, Sidney Crosby, Nolan Ryan, Hank Aaron. I mean, that list is pretty small where over a long period of time, when, when you were great at the beginning of your career and at the tail end of your career, you're essentially on that same level like LeBron is. You know, Jordan, we, we sometimes remember the wizard years, and they weren't all bad, but that list of guys and gals and a- athletes that have sustained success over 10, 15, 20 years – and it is small, and LeBron is firmly on that list. That it was a hell of a performance last night. You got a chance to watch it. Yeah, and the so I, I caught the highlights last night too. It, the thing about to your point about guys that have done it late. It, is there anything better than seeing a basketball player, and typically at the NBA level too, that is in the zone? We all we all remember when Michael Jordan, you know, does the shoulder shrug. It wasn't like he was in the twilight of his career when he when that happened, yeah. but when somebody just can't miss. And what was great about that last night is you could I mean, he was literally frustrating defenders. And, and they're trying to get through a they're trying to get through a screen. They're getting a hand up. It's a contested shot. This we're not talking about the NBA All Star game here, too. I mean, they, they were contested shots. And I think the way like Scott Van Pelt broke it down and said he had like the worst poker face because every time he would look down, he was going to come up and shoot. So every time he looked down on the floor, he's popping up and shooting. And you just you would see the frustration, but then you see the look of confidence where the player himself, whether it's a shoulder shrug or just kind of looking at the opposite team's bench like LeBron did last night, it almost kind of give him the the wide eyes of sorry guys, I can't miss. Yeah. Like it, it's. When you see when you see a football player that is like Reggie Bush, when I think of a human highlight reel where every time he's touching the ball, he's making a play is something to, to behold. When you see a hitter that is in the zone, that every pitch that comes across the plate, he's getting solid contact on, and he just he I mean the, the ball's like a beach ball or a pitcher who's just got electric stuff. But I, I I honestly think it's a basketball player when they're feeling it, where no matter where they are on the floor, and you know again we'll probably get into Caden Clark a little bit later on too. No matter where they are on the floor, they can't miss. And then you get the heat check, can't miss. Then you get two defenders on them. They still take the shot and can't miss. It's awesome. It's so much fun to watch. And for a guy like LeBron, who is, again, he's load managing. He's, you know, he's, he's near 40 right now. To see him be able to do that and to do it the way that he was 
with the long ball being defended that way. It's awesome. I, I loved it. I love seeing that. Yeah. Uh, Doug says, and I will add this to the list. I was just rattling off some off the top of my head, uh, but it, it could be a list we add to Jack Nicholas and Bobby Orr. Yep. Guys that guys that did guys or gals that did uh, sports for a long period of time. Uh, but Le- what LeBron is continuing to do, he's 39. He did. He didn't look like a 39 year old guy last night when he said, uh, it, it's my game in yeah. the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, a couple of things here from uh, Doug uh, in his own inbox, the Equitable Bank inbox. Uh, may not be a popular opinion on this show. Hold on. But I didn't miss the Blue Crew. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not I, – I could do without the Blue Crew or not. I just am fascinated by how it started and what they yeah. actually do. But I, I will say this, in defense of the Blue Crew, who uh, looks like they were suspended last night by yeah. Creighton, not men's basketball, <laughs> but by Creighton, um, for the vulgar and just uh, unbelievable stuff that they did against UConn. A bunch of kids use bad words. Just unacceptable. If you're not watching on the stream, I just rolled my eyes. Yeah, just unacceptable. Uh, Got to be better. But, but, but to Doug's point, he goes, I hate Doug, uh, Dan Hurley as much as anyone, but if the Blue Crew is somewhat sponsored by Creighton, they probably shouldn't be leading the cheers that contain the F word. I'm not sure this is the case, but if it was organic by the students, then so be it. I'm all for being louder, and last night was a good crowd. Hard to maintain what was at the UConn game against Seton Hall, especially since Creighton was in control from the start. We'll have to, we'll have to help more with Marquette. Now, here's the other thing. I will, I will say, because you were there, Nick, uh, last night. I was there. The, the atmosphere at the beginning of the game, uh, and it wasn't like Creighton didn't push the X button until kind of midway through the yeah, first half. Yeah. The atmosphere was a little bit lacking at the yeah, beginning. It was, it so, was, it was okay. I mean, I mean, the Blue Crew, they could have had a big reason because it was, you know, they didn't. The flags didn't come out yeah, on the floor. Yeah, they weren't getting the students fired up. So and set that the tone. At least, they could at least, you know, if they're sitting in front of the administration this morning and going, "Who's your dad?" <laughs> Andy Hurley. Um, they could say, "Hey, you know, first ten minutes last night, it was a sanctuary in there." Yep. It was if actually. We were there. If we if we were there, we would have been. We don't live in New Jersey. We don't live in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, the Shaheen Holloway venom that they would have been spewing would have been palpable, man. Our team is better than your team. <laughs> it was so. The last game I went to, the last home game I was at, was the yeah. the pink out game, and that was the DePaul game. And again, it was DePaul. So other than the cause that night and the fact that you knew Creighton was going to roll, there wasn't you know this extreme enthusiasm about oh this is a big matchup it was very similar last night that's why i said i bring up the isaac trout run the the back-to-back threes and then the ashworth following up with that three that's where the place got really loud that's when the place kind of took off a little bit and then i think from there it was a pretty good kind of a rolling effect because you had just so much offense and a lot to cheer about but yeah up until that point it was it wasn't the the, the craziest environment i've ever heard yeah i don't i don't think when we reconvene on monday morning we'll have to talk about the atmosphere for the marquette game because it's marquette it's shaka smart yeah. which might drive a creighton fan uh might get more under their skin than danny hurley did is after his annex last year and also anybody that shows up with a long sleeve shirt <laughs> under a polo you're just immediately going to get triggered whether you're in the city park i'm 100 right around, there with you you're walking around elmwood or you're yeah. uh, downtown at the hi i laugh when i see people like when it's cold out and people are golfing and they decide instead of going with like a quarter zip they go with like the polo and the long sleeves underneath i just i'm like come on what a, polo, a quarter zip doesn't yeah. look good on you come on 
plus, it'll be uh, you know the the last time that the big three will play together in that building. Yeah. So I don't think we have to we have to worry about that. But uh, I wonder if the Blue Crew will be back. I bet it was a one game banger. Yeah, you got to have them back for senior day. You got to have them back you, for the last regular season game. You think then they have a video where they apologize for the <laughs> oh, that, statement? Oh my! You know what, Gary? Gary, you're laughing in the background. You're laughing. I bet you. I, you know what? Keep an eye on that because it would it, whether it's a video or there'll be some type of public like social media post on behalf of the Blue Crew, an apology with Billy just nodding in approval as they talk. Uh-huh. You know what uh, I would do? Remember in Major League when uh, Roger Dorn comes up with a contract? I would pull a Lou Brown if they well, have, if they that. have some type of apology or if they're asked to give an apology. If I'm a member of the Blue Crew, I pull a Lou Brown and I throw that thing on the ground and I do you know what to it. Uh, Aaron says, uh, last night was one of the best games I've ever been to because the Blue Crew was not there. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, let's, let's, know, let's not revel in their absence. I think, I, I think we've given a more positive vibe than they yeah. uh, normally get. Yeah, people are no, going to be I, looking I for that, them. No, now. no, no. I, I, I'm not. You know what? I, I, I want to stand up for their rights. But if they happen to, uh, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they try uh, hard though. All right, and they uh, encourage you to try hard too. <laughs> Have a uh, great show. Hey, you can join me tonight in St. Paul, uh, Omaha, and St. Thomas over on uh, twelve ninety seven o'clock final regular season game uh, for the uh, Mavs. Uh, as uh, next hour is coming up, Jimmy will have an update here in a moment. It's mornings with Sharp and Hanley at 1620 The Zone.